Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT and joined right now, like we are every Thursday, by Christian McCollum from irisportsdaily.com. How are you today, Christian? Doing great, Sean. Doing doing good. Good to talk to you, as always. I wanted to to kind of get your take on um, on the, the Notre Dame-Tennessee State thing from a recruiting aspect. I was just playing some of uh, Brady Quinn's comments about it, and he, he's against it. One of the things that he said, though, is he doesn't think that there is any recruiting benefit that can come from this. Notre Dame scheduling Tennessee State and HBCU school. So I'm curious, as a guy who covers Notre Dame football recruiting pretty closely, what do you think? D- does it do anything for Notre Dame's future recruiting efforts, do you think? Well, I don't think it hurts, right? I don't think anyone is going to say n- not come because they have that game on the schedule. I mean, you know, every school in America, Alabama, Clemson, all those schools, they're playing uh, FCS, D1AA schools all the time. You know, right. sometimes some of these schools play twice. Um, True. At Notre Dame, you know, it was always kind of a pretty cool feather for them to have in their cap that they had never played at FCS school. And not to say that they looked down on them, but it's just a thing of, you know, our schedule every year is, right. quote unquote, you know, stacked. And, and that was a cool thing to have. And you saw some of those schools fall by the wayside. And the, and the longer Notre Dame remained there, it seemed pretty cool. So um, from that standpoint, it's not great. But from the standpoint of playing at HBCU, um, I definitely think it cannot hurt. It won't hurt. I mean, obviously, uh, a large portion of the recruits that these uh, all these schools are going after are African American kids uh, from African American households. Um, I'm sure a lot of them have some sort of ties to HBCUs through their families, um, and you know, it's just one thing to kind of show. It's it's a it's a show of respect, and I think that's the way a lot of families and co- high school coaches, I'm sure, um, recruits, um, they're going to see that as a sign of respect. I mean, look at I mean. HBCUs in basketball and football are landing um, top-level recruits. Um, so that just shows you that can be a factor. And, and just playing one and, and to kind of show that kind of respect, like I said, I know Notre Dame Hoops did it. Um, I don't think it will hurt. I don't think it's going to be some massive change. I think Marcus Freeman and the staff he put together is going to be a, a much bigger impact on recruiting than a single game. Right. Uh, but I don't think it will hurt by any means. Okay. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, let's talk about some actual – recruiting targets and one of the top ones from the 2023 class is going to be announcing tomorrow texas wide receiver braylon james he's someone that that you've been pretty confident about for a while now so on the eve of the announcement are you still confident in mr james yeah i think i told you it's tomorrow i got my days mixed up it's saturday oh okay my bad okay no Uh, problem but yes we have loved notre dame's spot even since before the visit we've talked about it on here um we have some pretty you know tight uh relationships with guys down in texas and it was coming from all angles you know over a month ago hey braylon james he's serious about notre dame that's a guy everything we hear is he's serious about notre dame 
So we loved his spot, come, Notre Dame spot, before he visited last month. And then, you know, coming out of that visit, there's it was like we it was pretty clear Notre Dame was the team to beat, like by a wide margin. Um, and nothing has changed since then. If anything, it's even stronger, right? I'd actually been told right after the visit that he was thinking about trying to hold this announcement back until the summertime. Hmm. Um, I think he wanted to do it on his mom's birthday or something like that. But obviously, he's felt con- he feels confident enough to do it now. Now, TCU and Stanford are in the mix. I think Texas has been trying to work in the try to get involved as well. But I'm not sure, you know, how if, if it's a little too late or, you know, Texas. I, I don't think, you know, um, you know, James has is, is, is been as interested in Texas as some people think. Um, and I, so I still feel really, really good about Notre Dame's chances. And if they're to add him, it's not just a get at a position of need. It's a great get at a position of need. He, he's yeah. a prospect with an extremely high ceiling that, you know, I'm sure the Notre Dame staff is going to be very excited about if they're able to land him. And it's a really, really good start. It'd be a really, really good start um, to recruiting that position, which obviously they really, really need. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. So another 2023 guy coming in. There's a lot of visitors actually coming into town this weekend. And uh, one of them is an Illinois offensive lineman, Charles. Is it Jagusa? Is that how you say his name? Uh, I say it however you say it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be along together on that. <laughs> where where do things stand with, with him coming into this weekend and this visit that he's making? Yeah, so he's one of Notre Dame's top targets at offensive line in the 23 class, if not the top target. He visited uh, visited Notre Dame last fall, actually visited a bunch of schools last fall, and then took a long break through the winter to focus on high school wrestling, which you know he won a state championship, so it seems like you know time well served. And now he's headed back out on the road. He's got a stop at Notre Dame on Saturday and possibly a stop at Michigan on Sunday, but I'm not so sure that that Michigan stop is locked in yet. At least it hadn't been when I spoke to some people earlier in the week. Uh, but Notre Dame is definitely set, and they're in the mix here in a big way. Um, you know, Jagusa, first of all, Notre, he's a priority for Notre Dame. Uh, when Harry Heastan got rehired here at Notre Dame, um, that was pretty much his first stop on the recruiting trail up to Illinois to see him. And talking to people around Charles, it's really clear Notre Dame is a serious option for him, and he's going to be examining it really closely uh, like I said, he was on campus last fall for the USC game. So the game day experience, that part of it's already, that box is already checked. Now it's about just experiencing the day in the life, so to speak, of being a Notre Dame football player and getting to see how he'd fit with the players and getting to see how he'd fit with the coaches in South Bend. Uh, I think the plan right now is to narrow the list here in the next few weeks, try to get it down to five by summer, bang out those official visits. And then uh, I'm told he wants to have a decision Late summer, early fall, um, and Notre Dame, like I said, they're going to be in this mix for a long time. Okay. All right. Interesting. Christian McCollum, irishsportsdaily.com, talking some Notre Dame football recruiting. So, again, he's one of several visitors coming in this weekend. So are there any other guys that we need to be kind of keeping an eye out for this weekend? Yeah. So elite 2024 California quarterback Julian Sayan is on campus today. I mean, he's a true top of the board type recruit talking about, we'll be talking about him the way we're talking about Dante Moore a year from now. Um, this is his third visit to Notre Dame. 
And, you know, like I said, Notre Dame's going to be in the race here for a while. Some people think they're even leading. Hmm. Um, then you have 2022 running back, Jabron uh, Payne. He's going to be on campus. Now, he signed his letter of intent with Indiana, but got out of it. And he's visiting this weekend. Of course, the connection there is through new Notre Dame running back coach, Delon McCullough, who was the Indiana running back uh, coach when Payne signed. So there's definitely some familiarity and some interest there on both sides. Um, 2023 North Carolina offensive lineman Sam Pendleton. He's a guy we talked about last week. Things are moving quickly with him. He got offered a few weeks ago by Notre Dame, and he's already coming up. Uh, kid that I like, he, he he's really, really, you can tell he's taking this process seriously. Uh, some people told me he didn't know a bunch about Notre Dame right now. And then just talking to him, he seems like he knows a lot about Notre Dame. So that's apparently <laughs> a bunch isn't – yeah, it's not the same to him. Uh, 2023 tight end commit Cooper Flanagan's going to be in town. That's big because obviously major programs have been continuing to chase him. And then there's a couple interesting 2024 DB targets who both have Notre Dame offers. Jacob Odins from Michigan. He's already been to campus a couple times. And Kaj Sanders is a kid from Bergen Catholic – the same New Jersey power as current uh, freshmen, Steve Angeli and Jaden Bellamy. And I was at a Bergen Catholic game this uh, last fall, and, you know, everyone around the program just told me, oh, that that this college kid, he's the kid to watch. He's the next one. And, you know, they blew out the team, so he got plenty of time. He was a young kid. And uh, I immediately saw what they were talking about, and clearly so did Notre Dame. All right. All right. Good stuff. So a lot of visitors coming in this weekend. We'll be uh, we'll have some guys to talk about next week, I I, I assume. But uh, they had some visitors last weekend as well. We saw some of the parents up there, and, and some of the some of the guys coming in the uh, Irish Athletic Center uh, as well on Saturday when when they came in. But Anthony Specka, the Pittsburgh 2024 linebacker, was one of them. How did his visit go last weekend? Yeah, so we've talked about Specka before, and he's a kid that I've known. He, I mean, he's he was pretty much the first 2024 prospect in the entire country to get a Notre Dame offer. And he's liked Notre Dame even before that moment, right? And then he really liked Notre Dame after he took three trips to South Bend last year. Now he really, really likes Notre Dame after getting back <laughs> last, last uh, week. Uh, first of all, getting a chance to meet defensive coordinator, uh, linebackers coach Al Golden, was one of the real biggest keys. He told me that's the real reason why he wanted to visit. And he, you know, he had already been blown away by Golden's resume and everything. But getting a chance to meet him, spend time with him, and see how he coaches, uh, Specka said that really did it for him. Um, so that's interesting there. He also liked some of the nuanced changes that he saw in the defense in the little short uh, snapshot he saw. Huh. Basically, linebackers being a little bit more versatile than what he saw in the past. Uh, but the another big, huge thing was just – he told me the vibe of the program under Marcus Freeman. He told me, I really liked the vibe before, but I like this vibe even better. And, and this is a thing. You're, we, we, we hear it all the time from kids, parents, coaches, whoever. The vibe at Notre Dame is different. Like, I don't want to say it's tangible because obviously it's not, but it's pretty damn close. Like, people <laughs> feel it. And there's no lie. I mean, people that were at Notre Dame that are no longer at Notre Dame have told people the vibe is different so Interesting. Um, in a positive way. So, yeah, the, he really, really enjoyed it. All right. One other key target that was on campus last weekend is another Pennsylvania guy, an offensive lineman, Peter Jones. How about him? What uh, You hear some good stuff with that? Yeah, I like, I like the way Notre Dame played this recruitment out. Um, they 
made contact with him, let him know we, we don't rush things, um, take your time with the, with the offer. He really appreciated that. Then he got offered. Now he was back last week, and he was able to relax and just kind of not try to feel like he needed to impress anybody to try to get an offer because he already had one. Um, and he just really, really enjoyed it. I mean, he stand, I mean, we've talked about this when he was first hired, Sean, right? Everyone's like, Oh, he stand, is he going to be able to recruit? Was he? And I said, he's going to recruit his guys and they're going to yeah. like him. And, and that's what happened with Peter Jones. He told me it was, it was terrific. He said he stand was terrific. Um, they, they just like his, his, uh, kind of down the earth, no nonsense, you know, way to talk to people. They love his coaching style. Obviously his resume speaks for itself. And then Coach Freeman is just like that dynamic guy that, you know, you don't even need a dynamic recruiter uh, offensive lineman when you got Marcus Freeman um, and then the other guys they have in that office. So they take care of that. And, and Peter told me, he said, quote, unquote, he will definitely be back at Notre Dame, and he's really, really hoping to be it'll be soon. So you can't ask for much more than that coming out of a visit like that. All right. Sounds like some good stuff to me. Christian McCollum from irishsportsdaily.com. What else is going on right now, Christian? Yeah, so uh, we'll have ISD Intel, kind of our weekly peek behind the scenes um, of Notre Dame football and Notre Dame recruiting. That will be up Friday. Um, I'm sure Jamie and Greg have some hit and hustle. Uh, you know, John Bryce, as always, getting scoop on all the coaching stuff across the country. And the same with Matt Freeman and Mike Frank um, getting scoop from Notre Dame, all angles. And uh, Mike and myself should be having um, some new video content going up soon. Okay. Uh, probably next week, breaking down all the positions. He's not going to play guitar or anything, is he? <laughs> you should see when he, he he sometimes he messes up the group text and he's like hey what time do you guys want to rehearse i said i'm ready to rock whenever you're ready mike let's do it let's go baby <laughs> all right sounds good great stuff as always christian thanks a lot i'll talk to you later thank you all right take care christian mccollum irisportsdaily.com take a time out major league baseball opening day today looks like some good news out of wrigleyville we'll talk about that and more Coming up next on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 